Good evening and a very welcome to Calvary Baptist Church half hour broadcast. I am Pastor Joseph J. Mensah and I'm so glad that I can be with you tonight to share God's word with you. I'm so excited to share with you tonight on the theme transformed by the word of God. Beloved, the word of God transforms us. Anytime we encounter the word of God in our lives, three things must happen. The first thing is we must understand the altar of the word of God. We must have insight and understanding of the one who actually gave us the word of God. It was written under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and that men were moved by the Holy Spirit to pen down the things that they captured that we call it the Bible today. It is very, very important for us to understand that the Word of God brings transformation. There is this transforming power of God's Word. So first, we need to know the altar and understand the altar is the Holy Spirit. As he moved men to put these words down that have been captured in the Bible for us. It is very, very important for us to understand. The next thing is to accept the authority of the Bible, the Word of God. You accept the authority of the Word of God so that it will become, as Christians, become the final authority on our faith. If there's any dispute, the Word of God settles those disputes. If there's any misunderstanding, the Word of God brings clarity so that we can see our way through. It's a light that will shine our path so that we can see our way forward. And then, the next important thing when we are dealing with the Word of God is we need to apply the principles of God's Word in our lives. Everyday living, apply the principles of the Word of God in our lives. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, the Bible says, Jesus said, it is written, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. This happened when Jesus was tempted. After 40 days of fasting, he was in the wilderness, and Satan came to tempt him to turn stones into bread. And this is the answer Jesus gave to Satan. It is written, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. What this means is that the word of God is food for us as Christians. The word of God is supposed to feed our souls and our spirits. And therefore, we should not just depend on food that is uh, not permanent. You know, you, you take it once you use it up, you get hungry again. But the word of God is something that feeds our soul that feed our spirit and the goal is for us to transform us. Transform us. You know, God's word transforms us. We must accept his altar. 
the Holy Spirit will move on men to write these sacred words for us and also accept the authority of God's word in any rule of faith. Our faith, our walk with Jesus Christ, the basis of our faith is God's word and it is our authority in everything that we do. And then the principles that we learn from God's word, we need to apply them. So people need more than bread for their lives. Just say that a man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. People need more than bread, ordinary food that sustains us in our lives. We must feed on every word of God. So the word of God transforms us. There's a transforming power of the word of God. So the truth in God's word transforms us. You can imagine the power of God's word. In Genesis, things came into being, not by his hands, by his spoken word. He speaks and there was light. There is power in the word. Power to change lives. So when God creates, he just speaks forth. He just needs only to say, be healed. And things change. When we read, believe and act on God's word, we experience a change in our lives. There's power in God's word. There's a creative, transformative power in God's word. Hallelujah. There's power in God's word, power to change our lives. When God creates, he speaks forth. Jesus said, be healed and you are healed. And things change. When we read, we believe and act on God's word, we experience the change that comes from the power of God's word. When God creates, he used a creative word to, to, to create things. The word of God has power. Um, exposure to the word of God changes us. You know, exposure to God's word changes us. When we are exposed to God's word through reading and meditating and memorizing and reflecting and applying the principles of God's word, our life will change. We will experience the transformative power of God's word when we do that. It's very, very important for us to have exposure to God's word. The word of God has never been expressed as knowledge. The word of God is life. The word of God is power. It is not just head knowledge. The word of God is, has a power to transform and change our lives. It's very, very important. Now, the word of God has life, and the life is in Jesus. The word Jesus said in John 6, verse 63. So the words that I've spoken to you are life. They are life. You know, in Job 23, verse 12, we read that the Bible says, I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my daily bread. More than my daily bread. So I feed on God's word. Beloved, you and I need to feed on God's word. We need to depend on God's word. We need to allow God's word to work in us. When God's word works in us, we are going to have his power and his knowledge and things are going to happen in a very wonderful way in our lives. Transform and transformed by the word of God, power behind God's word will transform us. You know, Jesus says it is written, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. 
In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2, the word of God is referred to as milk. Say, like newborn babies, crave pure spiritual milk, so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. As Christians, if we are going to grow in the Lord, that we need to sincerely, as young Christians, desire God's word as milk that will nourish our souls and nourish our spirit so that we'll grow in our Christian walk. So the power in God's word can transform you, can change you, can make you a very special person so that your life will never be the same. Hallelujah. They say that when we desire and crave the pure spiritual milk, we are going to grow up in our salvation. We are going to mature and grow so that others will, through us will come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible also referred to as solid food. In 1 Corinthians 3, 1 to 2, Paul says, Brothers, I could not address you as spiritual, but as worldly, mere infants in Christ. Gave you milk, not solid food, for you were not yet ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready for God's word. For the solid food, I need to give you uh, milk. The word of God is very solid. That builds our faith. That causes us to grow and mature in the things of God. So it's solid food for our spirit and for our soul as Christians. It's also a sweet, 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 sweet. The Bible says in um, Psalm 119 verse 103, How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey in my mouth. God's word is so gracious. It answers every question in life. And it gives us assurance of salvation. And it gives us hope and peace. So God's word is so sweet. It will solve and answer every question on our mind. has power to transform us and change our lives. And make us people of God. Hallelujah. The word of God is so powerful. That you and I need to make it a habit. To depend on God's word every day of our lives. Very, very important for you and I. To understand it, that God's word is so powerful, has a transforming power, and it has a sweet, it can bring answers to situations in life. When we go to God's word, memorize, reflect, read, and not just use as literature, we are going to come out, be encountered by the power of the Holy Spirit that will destroy every work and every diabolical things that Satan wants to do. God's word who throw light on it and expose the work of darkness. So it's so sweet for us. It's like light. It shows us our way in this dark world of sin. Things that are not right when you are involved and engulfed and assimilated in God's word. God's word will throw light in everything that you do. As you make decisions, whatever you are doing, God's word will be there to show you a clarity and a clear path that you are supposed to walk on. Hallelujah. God's word has transforming power. And it can change you. It can change me. It can make us all a different people. So that we change. And become people that God wants us to be. Hallelujah. God's word has power. Like um, a four course meal. 
God's word is like God's menu for spiritual strength and nourishment. Are you a person who, who is easily discouraged? When you are down, are you one that stays down and find it very difficult to get up again? You need to just feed on God's word. He has got transforming power that will transform you and encourage you and empower you. Every answer, every question in this world can be answered through God's word. Hallelujah. If you are a person who, who you are down and you are not you, you, and, and you, you, you are discouraged in life, are you like a sick man? You have no strength, depressed. As a Christian, you, can you compare yourself to the things I'm talking about just now? Okay? That you are somebody who is easily discouraged when you are down? Are you the one that stays down and finds it very difficult to get up as a Christian? Or are you like a sick man? You have no strength, depressed, everything looks gloomy. These are symptoms of a lack of nourishment in the Word of God. As a Christian, you should not be like a sick man with no strength. You should not be depressed. You need to dwell on God's Word. Hope and assurance are in God's Word. You don't allow Satan to work on your mind and bring depression on you that life, life is not worth living and life, we have no meaning in life. God's word will answer all these questions in your heart if you will allow him. Hallelujah. So when you are lost, it's a sign that you are in crisis. It's a sign that you lack nourishment in the word of God. Spiritual malnutrition shows up when crisis hits. When you are hit with crisis and you are not solid on the word of God, then you are spiritually more nourished. When you lost the sense of his presence, his care, that he's in control, the feeding on the word of God in your life is not good. You need to go back and take what a course, a meal plan in God's word and get your nourishment up. Okay, the feeding of God's word in your life when you go through crisis and you are down, you are saying that you have lost the sense of God's presence, a sense of God's care, a sense of God's control. It means that your nutrition, your nourishment, you are more nourished spiritually. You are not eating regularly. You are not having your devotion every morning and feeding yourself. You are not eating well. You are not digesting God's word. There's too much of something. There's no balance in your life as a child of God. You are not eating right. Okay? Your Bible is not just taking a lecture. You take God's word and digest and allow the word of God to transform you. When you come to God's word, you, you settle down and you read what God has said in his word, what God has prepared in his word for you. And you take it and you do your own analysis. You do your own chewing of the word. The food, which is God's word, you chew it yourself by meditating, by analyzing, and by asking yourself questions about what you have just read. You finish your meal in God's word. You don't just read the gospel stories or the word of God. You meditate, analyze, and you chew them and swallow and digest them into your system. You have to count your fruit. If you are not bearing fruit as a Christian, you are not bearing fruit means you are not eating well. You are not eating God's word well. You are not assimilating God's word in your life 
well because you are not bearing fruit of the Holy Spirit. God's word in your life, you are saturated and full of God's word. The consequence is that you bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You need to count the fruit that you are bearing so that you can adjust your nutrition on the word of God. If you are not bearing fruit, it means you are not eating well. You must have a mindset. You must know who wrote God's word. Understand the person behind the word. Fall in love with the person who wrote God's word. The Holy Spirit. The goal of reading God's word is not knowledge of the word. By a relationship with the person who is speaking to you through that word. In John 1, 1 to 5. says, In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made. That has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. The word has never been expressed to us as knowledge, but as a person. Jesus Christ is the word of God. Jesus Christ is God's word. You and I need to understand the altar behind the word that we are reading. God's word was altered by the Holy Spirit. And therefore we need to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit to have full meaning and understanding of what we are reading. When you read God's word every day, there are some questions that you should ask yourself. Ask yourself these questions. Who is speaking in this word? What is he speaking about? And what is he telling me? What can I pick from what is being spoken about? When you know this, it will tell you, maybe confess your sins and God is faithful and just to forgive your sins. Who is speaking? God through um, the Apostle John is speaking. And when God through Apostle John is speaking, say, if you have sinned, confess your sins. Then you say, okay, I have sinned in my life. It's about time for me to confess this and ask God to forgive me and cleanse me from all wrong. That's how you should approach Reading God's word. Very, very important. You need to get his word into your system. If his word is not in your system, there are so much you are going to miss. You are going to miss so much that you will not understand what you are reading. So you don't read the word of God to seek knowledge. You read the word of God to have a relationship with a person behind the word of God. The author of the word of God, the Holy Spirit, who inspired men of old to pen down scriptures. You must be a companion, a friend of the Holy Spirit. The Word of God says, in Him was life. The Word is not just a doctrinal guidebook or a literature. It generates life. The Word transforms us, and that's why it is always pictured as food. God uses His Word to make us like the Son of God. The Word transforms us. When you eat well, it will show in your body. The Word of God brings transformation to our lives. Beloved, tonight I'm speaking to you on transformed by the word of God. The power behind God's word, the transformative power behind God's word that will transform you and make you a child of God, a child of a great king. Transforming power behind the word of God. If you believe in God's word, God's word will take care of you and nourish you spiritually, build you up. So that in times of crisis, you will be standing solidly. Why? Because you have a foundation. 
in him was life. The word is not just doctrinal guidebook. It's supposed to give you life, share, and expand you, and, 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 and make you a person of solid faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So the word of God generates life. The word of God is supposed to transform you and I. And that's why it is always pictured as food. God uses his word to make us like the son of God. The more you look at him, the more you reflect his image. Jesus says, the words I've spoken to you are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. In John 63, Jesus says, the words I've spoken to you are spirit and they are what? Life. Worship flows from your understanding of God's word. If you are anchored in the word of God, it reflects in your worship. It reflects in your prayer. It reflects in your relationship with the Lord. The more you know God, the more you can worship Him. The more you know God's word, the more you can worship Him at the beauty of His holiness. I, as a pastor, have a privilege of constantly preparing sermons, reading Bible, reading material, and studying God's word because it's my vocation. That's my job. Anytime I sit in front of my desk and I open my Bible and I read and study and prepare to come and share, my soul is always blessed. Hallelujah. And God give me understanding, illumination to be able to expand God's word. And before I'm able to come on air and expand God's word to you, already be nourishing my spirit. And I want to encourage you to do the same. Take God's word, read, reflect, chew, digest, and then let it transform you in a very special way. You see, the word of God, as I have exposure to the word of God, it changes me. And when you do the same, it will change you. My attitudes will change. My treatment of people will change. When I read and study God's word, God speaks to me. His spirit convicts me. His spirit guide me and speak to my soul and help me to reflect and digest God's word, which I do because it's my job, it's my vocation. A Bible in your hand is wordless, beloved. We can still be spiritually dead with the Bible in hand when we do not allow the word of God to transform us. We must take it in. How? We must assimilate the truth in God's word in our life and prepare to obey. So you need to do what? Receive God's word and read it and research, mean digest and remember the things that you got from God's word and reflect on them in everyday life. It brings blessings. The parable of the said, Jesus identified three unreceptive attitudes. He said a close mind. In the parable of the sower, a close mind is equal to a hard path that people walk on. So when the seed of the word falls there, it will not germinate. The next one is a rocky, a rocky place. That is a superficial mind. Very little soil on that rock, rocky space. When the seed of the word of God touches, it doesn't germinate. A distracted mind, which is full of weeds, so it's competing attention. Consider how you, how you listen to God's word. Have a receptive heart. Daily reading means tuning to his frequency. Keeping us in the range of God's voice. Okay, You need to have a mindset that you must accept the authority of God's word. 
believe in it, the word of God's authority and power for your life, then you will treat it as a compass to seek direction for your life. It must be a benchmark to evaluate everything that you do in your life. A benchmark, God's word must be a benchmark. God's word must be a compass that gives you direction. When you take it in and you assimilate it in your life, God's word is going to really bless you and make you a child of God, a child of grace. If you don't have this mindset, you will see a lot of alternatives in your life as a Christian. You see culture that tells everyone is doing it, so let me also do it. You see tradition, which will say we've always been doing it that way, so I see no reason why I should change. You see reason and say that says, I think this is logical. This is a logical conclusion, but not every logical conclusion that is truth. And then you get it also into your emotion about the things that you are doing. You say that, I think this is um, right. I feel right about it, so I'll do it. Beloved, God's word is supposed to transform you. There's a transforming power in God's word. When we handle it, it is going to bring glory and bring grace upon your life. So all these are flawed. You know, culture, tradition, reason, emotion. Culture says everyone is doing it. Tradition says we've always been doing it that way. Reason says I think this is a logical conclusion. Emotion says I felt, I just felt right that I should do that. Beloved, the darkest part of the night, you need God's word to shine through your life. Hallelujah. Many of us in today's world have little respect for authority and we bring it to the church. We don't have respect for authority of God's word. We operate as if rules can or should be changed to fit our personal needs and desires. We want to have it our way. In reality, we can't always have it our way. We have to conform our life to a higher truth, a higher authority. Truth is not going to change to accommodate us. We are the ones who must change to conform our life to what is truth. If we don't accept it, the Bible's authority as final, we will probably drift off on our own ways for a period then return, just like people of Israel in the wilderness. I don't know what you are struggling with today. Is it habitual sin, hatred, unforgiveness, pride, dishonesty? Align your ways back to the truth of God's word. Blessing can only flow when the alignment is made. Like two connecting tubes, one misaligned the water will spill all over. The important decision you can make tonight is to settle this issue of what will be the ultimate authority for your life. Decide that regardless of culture, tradition, reason, or emotion, you choose the Bible as your final authority. Determine to first ask, what does the Bible say? When making decisions, when you are making decisions, ask yourself, what does the Bible say? Resolve that when God says to do something, you will trust God's word and do it whether or not it makes sense or you feel like doing it. The building of house upon sand means little little time. Spent building upon the rock takes effort and time. But you, but you must be strong when you do this and do it very well. Hallelujah. When crisis hits, you stand to see how strong you are. Wait till a crisis hits. You must also apply the principles of God's word. You must be the doer of God's word, not just hearers only. Hallelujah. So, beloved, tonight, I just want to bring my broadcast to a close. First, I want you to take a personal steps towards God's word. 
The practical thing, something that you must do when you read God's word. And then you must have a time limit that you can put yourself in the word of God. In John 8, 31 to 32, say, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You need to return to God's word. Consider what has God already told you in his word. And then you have to start doing what God has already told you in his word. God's word will transform you when you receive, when you read, when you digest it, and when you apply the principles. And it will put you in a very strong position when as a child of God you are hit with crisis, you have a firm foundation that will keep you standing. Remember, God's word is life. It's not just literature. It will transform you and take over your soul, your spirit, and make you a person of power. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. May the blessings of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit rule, reign, and abide in you now and forevermore. I am Pastor Joseph Ajay Stay blessed. Make a date with me same time next week.